0: happening man it's your boy too hot to handle too cold to hold smoother than silk dipped in milk god damn it hey man it's me blackout once again no playing this ride this is number 30 shout out to steph curry man and also who's number 30 royce white i think royce white wore number 30 for a little bit he was a guy who was uh what's the word the phrase they like to use highly touted coming out of college he was a power forward who could rebound well and distribute the ball well Not quite. He's like a poor, poor man's LeBron James in a way, but not really. But anyway, he got drafted, I want to say fairly, I think around 16. And he was uh, drafted to the Rockets, but ended up, you know, eventually departing the NBA due to his mental health issues and his feeling that the league didn't do what they did. The league didn't do what they could to make him comfortable or make him feel like he's a part of the team or to help him deal with his anxiety, I guess. In a nutshell, he didn't feel like the the league or the team, the Houston Rockets did enough to support him in his mental health issues. And uh it, it cost him, he's out the league, but he's in Canada playing ball right now, out there winning championships. And I think that's I mean, that's a good move. You're not getting paid as much, but just move on. And that's that's been my thing with guys in the league who struggle, like I'm trying to get back to the league, I'm trying to get back. Personally, me, my nigga, like, why am I going to play in the fucking G League when I can go overseas and make bread and live in a different country where I, I can be a fucking star? And maybe because I'm not a baller or NBA, never been in the situation or position to play in the NBA, I don't see it the same way some of these players do. How they like, man, I'm fighting to get back to the league? Fuck that. If you don't want me, I'm out, and I'm taking my talents overseas where I could be a superstar, get all the playing time, and be looked at on the level that I feel like I should be on. Because there's... And then it's, it's not all bad players. Some of these guys could be decent role players in the NBA. I'm not saying they're all going to be superstars. But somebody like Royce White definitely had a pretty dope skill set that any team can use. I don't know what team in the NBA doesn't need rebounding and efficient passing. Like, who doesn't need a strong, unselfish, rebounding, power forward, who can help make guys better he doesn't necessarily have to be a starter but that guy's useful off the bench you see tristan thompson are in all types of bread just getting boards and making plays he don't even have to score he's out there making plays that's just something that i didn't understand and i don't know i'm gonna get into sports later though i got some news for y'all some crazy news unfortunately there's been more shootings like i said i don't I don't understand what's happening in the country. I don't know what's wrong with these fucking kids. And we had issues when I was growing up. They be fights and shit. You might get hit with like a stick or something. And every now and again, you hear about some gun shit. But this shit is getting out of control. I I don't know what the problem is with the the youth right now to where you got to go shoot every fucking body. And you know what, I that's wrong. I won't say it's just, it's been a problem in the black community. I don't know what's going on with these crazy-ass kids in the suburbs that are fucking getting angry and shooting shit up because you've been bullied. Like, I don't know what their parents are doing. Like, I was taught, hey, if you're getting bullied, fight back. They're bigger than you. Pick up, something, hit, pick up something and hit them with it. That don't work. Get your friends to help you because that your friends should help you. I mean, that's just how I grew up. They don't want my parents to want me out there just being a bully and beating people the fuck up. But, I mean, like, I wouldn't expect my daughter's friends to help me, to help her out, just like my parents fr- help expected my friends to help me out. I think that's normal. Yeah, I mean, that's part of my criteria. So if your kids are having kids with my <laughs> with my daughters in the future, hey, if you come to my house and eat my shit, and my daughter and your kid are together, and my daughter getting in a fight, and your kid don't help, hey, you ain't welcome in my home no more. <laughs> I'm, I'm a pack animal, man. That's just how I am. That's how I grew up. All for one, one for all. We don't play that shit. So I don't understand our kids are sitting in class being, getting bullied and nobody's finding out. Is it on the administrators at school? I don't want to blame the teachers. or the kids speaking up? What's going on? How does it get to the point where you got to bring a gun to school and shoot people? This little ragged ass boy, he killed 10 people and wounded 10 other people. For what? Because you were getting picked on. You don't need to bring your sensitive ass to school no more. I'm not one of these people that's always like, "Oh, bullying, bullying, fuck that." Everybody deals with bullies growing up. Everybody. Or you've seen it happen at least. You got to figure out a way to get past that shit and make sure that you don't become a bully after the fact. And I'm not saying this I don't even think this is like a really a real gun control issue cuz he I think he had like a regular rifle and like a revolver. It was going and they're going crazy, but It just goes to show you, man, like, it's the time. It's the time. Like, shooting up schools was taboo when I was growing up. Now it's like a trend. Now these kids got shit going on, and they just want to be loved. I think a lot of this shit is just for attention. You get to the point where you become a sociopath, you're like, fuck it, I want to be remembered. Pow, pow. I'm going to handle my dispute at school with a fucking gun. And, I, and I, I understand and I get that there's been violence going on in the schools, especially like minority communities in the inner city or urban, however you want to term it. There's always been issues with, with gun violence. But this shit is something different. Usually that violence, while I don't advocate for it, I'm don't, I not condone the shit at all. That Those situations, there's usually a target in mind. Like, I have an issue with this individual it went from point A to point B. We're here now, it's escalated to this, but my intent when I do something is to get that individual or that group of people. These guys are going around shooting fucking random. 20 people, you can't be getting bullied by 20 fucking people. If it was like you went in, you shot three group, like three people in the same group of friends or some shit like that, that to me makes sense. That that I can understand, like well, you're wrong for doing it. You shouldn't have went about it that way. But it makes sense that you would go shoot three people who have in a group of them and fuck with you. They they were wrong for messing with you. This is a fucked up consequence. You were wrong for shooting them, but to me that lines up. Somebody just walking in and shooting random people? Nah, fam, that doesn't make any goddamn sense. And one of those girls that got killed wasn't ex- a goddamn exchange student. What the fuck did she do? And this fucking coward, man. I, it just makes me mad. I listen to his lawyers talking and it just makes me sick, man. I was even thinking about a law degree, but I, w- I know this. I would never, ever, ever think about being a fucking defense attorney. Just because of the shit you would have to do. Like, I'm not. I'm not the most moral person by by what the popular standard of morals seems to be, but the, I have a code. There's certain things I can't do. There's certain people I don't want to stand next to. I can't sacrifice how I feel about myself in order to help you get to where you're going. Not for a check, not for nothing. So I, I guess I would be a terrible defense lawyer. And if I was a, I would say if I was to practice law, I probably wouldn't even be in a in the courts. I'd probably be dealing with contracts and shit because then I don't want to prosecute somebody that's innocent for somebody above me's agenda. Y'all know how that shit go. I don't want to get too far into that, but it, this shit is crazy. Like, I'm I'm tired of people getting shot. I'm tired of the media using it as a means to, to build up ratings. And you got one side that's pro-gun control. You got one side that's, anti, that's anti-gun and you got people getting exploited and people using it for political gain. We just need to figure out a way to fix the fucking problem. And just, I'm all about, hey, put the metal detectors in the school. You want to have people in there watching the school? I'm with that too. Because at this point, like something's gotta, something's gotta give. At this point, something gotta give. And there's a, a fucking asshole in in uh, Illinois. Some asshole kid, he shot at a fucking school resource officer. Then in Georgia, somebody had a a shootout after a damn graduation. People got to get it together, man. Like, this doesn't make any sense. At what point are we going to start valuing life in this country? And I say that because most of the time, it's young people, man. It's young people out here just committing these random acts of violence because... In my opinion, they don't know what life is yet. They're 18, whatever. They don't really know. They don't really, they're not really at the point where they're thinking about consequences. They're only thinking about what they want. They're thinking selfishly. They don't know what it means for somebody to not be around anymore. They don't know what it means to be a parent. And they have to deal with the loss of your child. It's, that's ridiculous man something something got to give I don't I don't mean to keep harping on it but this it just angers me to think about this all them all them kids man their parents their families goddamn exchange through the, Her, her father found out watching the news that's I don't know In other ridiculous news, a former model in New York City was found dead after she jumped off, I'm not gonna say jumped, after she died in what looks like a suicide. Now this woman was in the middle of a custody battle and they found her and her son on like a second floor balcony. She was like on the eighth floor, but they found her and her son unconscious. They called the police. And both of them ended up being dead. I don't I don't know what it's like to be in a situation like that. And things like that, just what the shooting, man, just makes me think about mental health and how important mental health is. There is no way, in my mind, a healthy person with their child would jump off the balcony because of some dispute they were having with with the kid's father. Even if it was the other way around, man too. I just don't see a person that, that's stable doing that. Not only did you kill yourself, you took your child out. So you, unless you and your son, which is crazy, were both thrown off the balcony, you jumped and you took him with you. I don't know what the situation was between her and her ex or strange husband, whoever the guy was, the kid's father, I don't know what the situation was. I just know this woman was on the balcony and ended up six stories below that balcony or another one dead with her son. For what? For what? This is, this is I'm, I'm having a hard time because I wanted to knock out uh this last not gonna say last i wanted to lock out the show because i get my surgery tomorrow and i'm nervous and i'm anxious and having to read this shit is making me pissed off i know i don't have to it's my own podcast but it was just in the news and i was just like whatever i can do to create some type of awareness if you listen to this and you have mental issues get help before you start to affect somebody else It's really important to me. I just don't like to see people go without help because you're sick. You're sick. If you got, if you, I just don't think that you could be in a place where you haven't contemplated suicide and do some of the things that I've read in the news this week. You can go in and shoot 20 people or jump off a building and take somebody with you. That makes me feel like you contemplated taking your own life before and you did nothing about it or you didn't get help. So what I'm saying is if you need help, you feel like you might need help in England, go get help because it's only going to get worse if you're not. Because that's what I'm I'm dialing all these issues up to mental health. This is ridiculous, man. Just like um, on a, on a lighter note, just like uh the lady who had an issue with the guys barbecuing in the park, you need help. If you are gonna call the police on some motherfuckers barbecuing in the park, and you you've now become a meme, <laughs> you're on gifs, you're a meme, you're being parodied all over the fucking country just in different ways because you couldn't let a couple people barbecue at the park, you felt that. It was that important that you have to get on the phone and call somebody to stop these guys because they weren't using the right barber. (laughs) Hey, man. Poor choices, rich consequences. You've been made famous for a ridiculous reason. Now your face is all over the Internet, and your family, you you, you look like somebody's mama, and you look like you got kids. Kids got to deal with this shit. And, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's what you get for being an asshole, and getting all self righteous and feeling the need to go mess up somebody else's good time. You went so hard on them on them black dudes, you pissed off another white woman. <laughs> she wanna put you on the internet. Got you out here looking all types of crazy. And that big ass sweatshirt on. No neck. <laughs> also, um there was a there were a couple of guys attacked by a cougar in um in Seattle while riding their bikes through the woods one uh one guy didn't make it and the other guy said uh he had his whole head inside the cougar's mouth and that the cougar was on him and left when his friend tried to run away in a sick twist his friend escaping while not helping him ended up costing him his life and the guy that was getting bit survived it's an unfortunate incident but to be honest do I feel bad? I don't. I really don't. But we can't keep on we can't keep encroaching on wildlife and expect things like this not to happen. I, now I don't know where anybody who l- listens to this podcast lives at. So if you would like to hit me up at, no Play, and at gmail.com and let me know where you guys are at. I don't know where you guys are. But I do know this. If you live on the West Coast, I'm I mean, I'm saying West from California on the fuck up and maybe even close to like the Rocky Mountain Rangers, whatever. If you live out here or if you watch TV with animals in it, with, the, with animals in North America, you know that there are mountain lions out here from California on up. And I'm pretty sure in those woods, there was like some, some sort of sign that's like, hey, beware of mountain lions. Like, be, like, they have areas like, hey, beware of the bears, whatever. I know there's coyotes and all type of shit in these mountains out here. So I don't go out there. I live close enough. I thought I seen a coyote at a certain time of night. Guess what? I don't go outside at that time of night no more. <laughs> That's just me. Now, if you decide to go ride your bike in the woods where these animals live and something happens to you, hey, man. That's just nature taking its course. That's a predator going after prey. It sounds cold-hearted, but, hey, man, that cougar was just trying to get something to eat. And you know what happened to that cougar? He fucking died. He died because two guys decided to ride a bike on a trail that was built through the cougar's home. They were riding their bikes to where he lived, and he died because he was hunting for food. I mean, that's 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 not crazy. To know, I hope that's not. I hope I don't sound crazy, thinking that that's fucked up that that cougar had to die because what he was doing was trying to eat. Not only have have we as mankind encroached upon his land. Now, when we put ourselves in his land, we are prey. We are the less dominant creature in that environment. If you go down to just flesh and bones, when it comes to us versus the cougar. Cougars gonna win, and, and they head up. So, when we go out there, we are food, we are prey. It's just something you gotta deal with. Now these two gentlemen went out there riding their bikes, not only cost one of them their, their life, but it cost cougar their life. The cougar's the one that's in danger. There's plenty of goddamn people riding bikes all over the city. We don't need to be in that area. It's just a personal thing. You hear it all the time on oh, whatever, like a bear gets killed or uh, especially your fucking pumas or cougars, whatever you want to call them, wolves and shit get killed because, oh, they were attacking livestock. Well, you built your farm to fuck out there where they live. Are they supposed to not do what they've been doing for thousands or hundreds of years, moving around looking for food because you decided you wanted to live out there among them? Is that what they're supposed to do? Are they not supposed to live there because it makes you uncomfortable when you encroached upon where they live at. So I don't fucking feel bad when somebody gets mauled by a goddamn bear out in the woods wanting, wanting to be adventure man or woman. I don't feel bad for you. I really, really don't. Half you motherfuckers went past through a bad neighborhood. But you want to go and help anybody out. But you want to go in the woods and, you're in, and feel entitled enough that you should be protected from the shit that lives there. It doesn't make any damn sense to me. Now, while I don't wish evil on anybody, if you decide to get on the surfboard and go surfing out in the ocean where you know sharks live, if your ass get bit by a shark, that's your fault. Just like going in the woods with cougars. If you go out there knowing that they have attacked people before, it's your fault. They shouldn't have killed that damn cougar then the excuse is well now they got a taste for human blood well we got a taste for their land and we keep on fucking taking it so what you expect them to do because the crazy thing is that we go, we encroach on their land we present ourselves to, as food in their habitat then when they attack us they either get killed or they lose more of their land and to preserve their life we lock them up in cages or put them on little reserves Taking them completely from their habitat and then release them back. It just doesn't it doesn't make any damn sense to me. It's ridiculous. Stay out of areas where wild animals have killed people. If that means you shouldn't be in the woods, hey man, don't be in the fucking woods. Don't, not those woods, not people killing woods. Go to non-people killing woods. where the top is like a fucking raccoon. Go do that. But if you want to rough it, you might get met with some rough-ass consequences out there playing with these damn animals. And that's exactly what happened to these two guys. Do I feel bad for their families? Absolutely, but they made a decision, and that's on them. And now we got one less of a species that's already endangered. One time for Peter, but not really, because I eat chicken and shit. What else happened? Um, Yeah, apparently, France feels like they're moving the embassy uh, to to um to Jerusalem it was a violation of international law. And I'm talking about, of course, over in Israel where they moved the the US embassy to Jerusalem and they called Jerusalem the capital. They Apparently violated international law, court in France. Just, you know, more shit that you boys got going on, man. Um it's not gonna be through Trump's today. I'm I'm tired of him right now. I'll get back to him on the next joint. What else interesting to happen? Oh yeah, people getting paid. Somebody about to get paid. Michigan State is paying five hundred million dollars to the victims of Larry Nassar. Now, while money don't fix everything, <laughs> a couple million dollars will make a nigga feel a whole lot better. I'm just saying, hey. They got their guy, a Michigan State, is doing the only thing they really can do and paying for what I'm only assuming is some type of psychotherapy for everybody that this idiot messed with. So there you go. You harbor a piece of trash for that long. You as the organization and the entity he was working for, you got to pay the price, man. And they got it, man. They're making millions upon millions off college sports anyway. So, I don't feel bad for anybody involved with the Michigan State situation, especially if they knew what was going on and they harbored a fucking criminal. He's out here molesting gold medalists and shit. I hope they get every cent of that money that they own and they use it to start some sort of foundation for other people who've been victims of people like that. I'm glad they spoke out. I'm glad his punk ass in jail. And I'm glad Michigan State lost out on that money because they have it happened under their roof and they're liable, man. So, there you go. Michigan State, man, I just, yeah, the world, man, has been, it's been not such a great place, but we're going to get through it, man. Also, you know, since I'm bouncing off from semi-sports news, uh, yeah, the Supreme Court is going to legalize betting, they're going to legalize sports betting, man, so somebody else is getting paid because I wonder how they came to that decision all of a sudden. Now I'm going to go out on the limb and assume people have been fighting for this for a long time. But I'm also going to assume that somebody's pockets got filled in order to get this law passed because why now? When you have people like Pete Rose who have been allowed into the Baseball Hall of Fame for years for betting on sports, why all of a sudden it's okay. All of a sudden, you can bet now. And the crazy thing about it is the NCAA is going to support it. They're going to support it, and these kids still ain't going to get paid. Ain't that crazy? All the NCAAs in support of sports betting, because they're going to get some of that money. I guarantee you. They're not going to lose out on that money. Somehow, some way, the NCAA is going to capitalize on it. And I don't have a problem with that, but I think that they should do something. Get something for the athletes. And I understand, hey, man, the argument is, is like, how you going to pay the players? I think um, Charles Barkley was on, he was on a road trip and he was like, he's against it because you get the education and whatever. And I get his, I get his point because at a, at a point I was, I kind of thought like that. Well, you get a free education, other people don't get it, yada, yada. But I'm looking at it like this is it's like you gotta get them kids something, man. I know they're getting the education for free, but you got a fucking 280-pound lineman that can't that can't eat because you don't have the funds. There's gotta be something set up. And I know you can't pay you can't pay all sports equally. I think, hey man, make it a tier. Depending on how much revenue your sport creates. From there, you have a breakdown of how much people that are a part of that sport should get paid. And I don't know if it needs to be a blanket set by the NCAA or it needs to be per school because not all schools have dominant players and, or dominant programs in some sports. Like some school may be proficient at fucking rugby. Some school may be proficient at lacrosse. Some school may have field hockey. And for a lot of the other ones, is the big four football basketball baseball hockey it may be wrestling maybe gymnastics for others who knows but i think it would be cool if they was like hey man we're getting the top athletes to come here to play this particular sport or compete in this particular competition i think the school should better divvy that up hey man football brings the most here softball brings the most here whatever pay them kids man get just give them a little something extra man so they don't have to struggle. You can't fucking complain about kids selling shit off, they're selling memorabilia because they're fucking poor. They're getting into trouble because they don't have money. Well, let me back that up. They're getting into trouble because they're still fucking kids, number one. But another reason why they get in trouble because they don't have money. Can't ban the boosters, but then you wanna, but then you wanna say it's cool for people to gamble and bet on the games. I just don't don't understand me, it just doesn't add up. And it's just, you know, people getting paid. The same people who make the rules make the money and they make the rules on who gets the money. And that's how they stay in power. And I believe it's trash, but that's just me. And uh, the playoffs are getting interesting, man. Um, I knew, uh, hopefully I said it last week, but I didn't see Cleveland losing in Cleveland, so the series is probably going to go 2-2. And then if, this, if Boston don't win the next game, that'll make it 2-2. But after the second game in Cleveland, we're really going to see who's going to win this series. Because if Cleveland, if Cleveland wins three in a row, obviously, I'm going to say they, they have the edge. But if Boston wins this next game, it's a wrap. I'm saying it right now. Boston wins in Cleveland is over. And I know we yeah, 3-1, 3-1 big deal. I get it, but with the momentum they're going to have and the amount of games they have left in Boston, there's no way in hell that Boston's going to lose this series if they beat Cleveland in Cleveland tomorrow or well, today. Cuz you should should drop Monday and they play Monday. Yeah, so if Cleveland loses Monday, it, they they through. And um, LeBron is LeBroning still. His bench is, is helping out. But we'll see if they have that same energy this next go-round. And then we'll see if they have that same energy in Boston. Because I have a theory about LeBron. He goes, I, I feel like he goes into game one of any series like, I know what I can do, I'm gonna see how they react to me, and then I'll coast a little bit, and I'll try to pull it out, but I wanna see what they throw at me. Because he's so basketball intelligent, it's ridiculous. It's crazy that he's going back plays off of memory when talking to reporters, so you know he's like super intelligent when it comes to basketball. But I think he goes in there with, with a coasting mindset, okay, I'm gonna see what they do, and then how we capitalize on it. And then I'm going to wait for these guys to pick it up around me because that's what he has to do with this team. He can't just jump into the game with this team and think that the supporting cast is going to help him out because he's missing 20 points a game in Kyrie. So there's that. And then the other guys are no showing, and Kevin Love's finally starting to turn it on. So we'll see, man. It's going to be an interesting series. It's definitely, for me, the more compelling story to watch right now. And I hope he gets back to the final just because as much as I talk shit about the comparison of him and Jordan, I love LeBron James as a player. And if you line him up side by side when you and you encompass things outside the NBA, as far as socially, I would rate LeBron ahead of Jordan. But as I've said many times, I don't know what Jordan has done outside the league. I know he has camps. But as far as him saying things socially, not that I've heard. So if you're talking about in totality, I will put Jordan. I will put LeBron above Jordan. Excuse me, but on that court, still MJ. But that doesn't mean I love what LeBron's. I, I don't love what LeBron James is doing, because there's a huge difference between being a quote unquote hater and disagreeing with somebody. You become a hater in my eyes when you disagree with somebody. And they're too weak-minded to come up with a, a rebuttal or they're too weak-minded to have a point to change your mind about how you feel. So instead of them trying to understand where you're coming from, they get emotional and call you a hater because they can't think logically when you bring something to the table contrary to what they believe. That's just me. But I do think it's going to be interesting. I would love to see LeBron James back in the finals. And I might root for him this time. Who knows? Who knows? But he's got to stop coasting, man. It's now you can't do that. The time for coasting is over. That irritates me about him. But I want to see Larry Nets play well. I feel like he could do the same things as Tristan Thompson. Obviously not as effectively, but he's better in transition. And when it comes to moving without the basketball. So I would love to see him get more minutes and do things. J.C. being getting minutes. Jordan Clarkson got knock knockdown shots. I do like that he's fearless, though. He's going to keep taking shots until he makes them. I do like that he has that going for him. That's that mama mentality he picked up while over there learning from Kobe Bryant. I do like that he's doing that, but I just need him to knock down shots because I want those guys to get rings. They're former Lakers, a team I love, so it would make me feel good to see them go out there and get a ring. But I doubt it's going to happen because Golden State looks just fine. Now, Steph Curry, coming off that MCL sprain, he's been having a couple of bad games, but he put it together tonight. For everybody talking shit like, oh, he's done, this motherfucker dropped 18 points in the third quarter. And he went for like 35. So y'all can kill all that Steph Curry shit. Because even on a bad day, he's a threat. And him being a threat is only going to open shit up for Draymond, Clay, and KD. And them young boys, they got him there some dogs. They got some young guys that fit what they're trying to do. They're physical and they out there to get it. They're not scared and they should. They have to play with a bunch of stars injured this year and I actually think it's been to their benefit because it's forced their reserve players to step up. So uh, if you ask me, I think Golden State is super dangerous right now and they're going to win it all, man. Yeah. They're going to win it all. And uh, speaking of Golden State in Houston, man. And speaking of LeBron, we gotta be honest about some people. We gotta we gotta be honest with ourselves. I don't talk about him a lot, really, at all. But I'm gonna say this: Chris Paul, LeBron James. Now I know LeBron James' situation is a little bit more obvious because it's been going on for a longer time. And he has a greater I will say he's worse off. But if we gonna talk about hair, we can't we can't leave Chris Paul out. He's in the category, man. We kill LeBron all the time about his fucking hair and all that shit. But we gotta keep that same energy with Chris Paul. He's been getting that shit blended in for a long goddamn time. So I don't know why he just don't go ahead and cut it off. Like it just angers me to see somebody go through that shit. I'd rather be bald than balding any day of the goddamn week. Oh, why you walk around the ate up ass carpet on top of your head with the plugs missing out where you can just cut that shit off? Embrace it, man. And I can say this as a bald head motherfucker. I went ahead and to just cut my shit on off. I'm not going to waste the time with it. I don't know what the hold up is. Would you worry people going to pick on you how your head look? Motherfucker, after a month or two, people people going to forget. they just going to know you as his bald head, because MJ did it. I'm just saying. We got to keep that same energy, though. Don't just talk about LeBron James. There's it's a few motherfuckers out there, and KD get a pass, goddamn because I think KD got a, a goddamn skin issue on top of his head. It, like, it's, his skin looks like it's sensitive, like it hurts to brush it or some shit. I ain't talking about like his hair. I ain't trying to be funny. I'm talking about like his—he got that real deal skin issue on the top of his scalp, so KD gets a pass from me, but we got to keep that same energy with Chris Paul, man. He's been blending that shit in for a while now, and I'm noticing it looks a lo- whole hell of a lot darker on them goddamn state farm commercials. So I'm on you CP3. I see what you're doing out there with probably getting Beijinged up. Fuck that shit. Let it ride. Be a man, goddammit. Let that shit go. I mean, speaking to losing your hair, man. Dirty thirty, man. Hey, listen. I know I know if you're in your twenties, and you're turning you getting close to thirty, you're probably dreading that shit. But let me tell you what people not gonna tell you. Right? Being in your thirties is fucking great. First of all, if you bl- a black man and you come from circumstances that's not the best, you in your thirties, you made it, G. You didn't get shot the fuck up. You're not in jail. You black and you free and you're in your 30s, man. Enjoy it because everybody ain't make it. Jail, dead, sick. Enjoy it, man. And uh, when you get here, not at first, but you'll notice yourself start doing things a little bit different. I'll say maybe really about the age 28. Maybe maybe I'm just slow, but about 28-ish, I notice myself moving a little bit different. I was in a situation where I was around young people and older people, so I was right in the middle all the time. And I started picking up more what the older folks were saying and doing less of what the young idiots were doing. And I find myself in this spot where I was getting frustrated with teenagers. And now, you know, around 35, now I can I can look at the 28 year old and be like, hey man, they just doing their thing. Give me some time. They'll come, they'll come around. It's like how, Somebody 25 might look at, like, say, like, for example, like Little Pump, right? He's fucking 19, 20, whatever. Somebody 25, 26 is going to see that and be in the fucking rage because he's an idiot. He's really an idiot. If you look at what he's doing, like, J. Cole's performing a song, 1985, and he's on the sideline, dance like a goddamn chimp, trying to take away attention from J. Cole because he don't really have nothing to come back at that with. There's no song he's going to make that's going to compete with 1985 because that's not his skill set. So he's going to try to to troll or whatever the fucking word is, to distract attention away from J. Cole and fuck up his set by dancing like an asshole on the side because there's nothing else he can do. All he can do is try to just detract and take away attention from J. Cole because he can't compete with him, right? At 25 me, I'd have been in the range like this stupid motherfucker. Da, 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 da. But 35 year old me knows, like, man, that's all this kid's equipped with to compete because the guy told the truth and it got to this kid. And he's trying to show that it's not getting to him, but he don't have the necessary tools to combat that. Now, there is a young man who made a song called Old Niggas and he made some very, very good points. He made some very good points. I think he missed something, I forgot the kid's name. But if you go on Worldstar, you go on YouTube right now. Could be like you just look up, J Cole responds old oh, niggas. You'll find it. I guarantee it's probably got over a million views already because of the you without that. So go check it out. It's you know better to hear two sides to the story. Whatever. But um, as you get older, you'll start to realize that you're you'll realize that you're maturing. That's one thing I didn't pay attention to as I went from my. My mid twenties into my thirties, that I realized now why I'm doing what I'm doing. I just did it then, like okay, instead of leaving this down here, I go pick this up or whatever, to save myself some work in the long run. I started projecting. I started looking at what actions I could take to prevent myself from doing more work later on. Versus when you're young, you like man, I got my clothes in the dryer. Fuck it, I leave them there. I throw it on the bed and I forget about it. I got to my 30s, my late 20s. I said, let me just fold this up and put it away so I know exactly where it's at and I can go get it. And then now I don't have a mess on the bed. And like I said, everybody's different. More people probably did it earlier in their mid-20s or they may have been doing it since they were younger. But hey, man, I ain't shit, I'm trash. And I did it later in life. But what I'm saying is you'll feel yourself maturing and you'll you'll grow to appreciate the wisdom you gain, gained and you'll find yourself looking older people to learn more so if you're in your 30s or you're, so if you're in your 30s and you know somebody about to turn 30 help them out let them know it ain't that bad you just got to say you're 30 and by the time you're 33 you don't give a fuck about this shit You, you you pass all that but it will be for most of us where we mature the most and we get savvy with paying our bills saving money making moves just doing different things just circle of friends shrink and it's great because you get the bullshit people away from you. So don't shy away from it, embrace it, and congratulations, you made it. Because everybody don't make it to the ripe old age of 30 plus. So just embrace the experience, man. On a quick music note, uh, Migos and Drake are going on tour. It's called Aubrey and the Three Amigos. That's really all I got for music. Ain't a lot of shit going on. Now, I'm listening right now to Tiny Temple album his album Youth, I'm listening to Fonte again, and I'm listening to my boy uh, Weeks, Welcome to New Jack City, and always support the homie, I'm listening to Capture, produced by my homeboy, Brooks on the Beat, and I'm about to jump into this Rapture, so if you ever seen Rapture, it's a Netflix documentary series about different rappers, and they recently came out with a, with a soundtrack. I haven't dug all the way into it yet, but given the lineup, it should be dope. G Easy's on there, T I, Davies, Nas, Rhapsody, Logic, Two Chains. I think that's it so far. But they put a project out. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm pretty sure it'll be dope. And uh, I'm trying to find me some Afrobeat artists to to get into, man, since I you know I got my ancestral shit cracking. I'm trying to I'm trying to do something. Trying to figure out which language I should learn as well. I think I'm going to go with French. A lot of Africans I know speak French. A lot of Africans I know speak English too, but... I don't know. I need I need another language, man. So I think I'm going to try to learn French. But yeah, uh... Tiny temper, Youth. Fonte, No News is Good News. The Book of Ryan by, uh... Worst of Five-Nine. Great goddamn album. And, uh, the Rapture soundtrack. That's what I'm listening to right now. Not a lot of R&B. If anything, I'm listening to, um... Charles Bradley, man. <laughs> the old guy. But, yeah, man, that's it. Uh, no Playing This Ride, man. Dirty 30, man. Made it to 30 episodes. Each one is a blessing. And I enjoy doing this thing for you, For you know, for those of you who enjoy listening. So, as always, make tomorrow better than today. And learn something tomorrow. If you didn't learn today, you can reach out to me at noplayingthisride.gmail.com. All lowercase, noplayingthisride.gmail.com. If you want to buy a T-shirt with the "No Playing This Ride" logo, noplayingthisride.threatless.com The T-shirts are there. If you want to buy an "Assume Guilty" T-shirt, noplayingthisride.threatless.com. The link will be in the podcast description, the show notes, whatever you call that little area where I write shit about what the podcast is about. And that's it. Oh yeah, wish me luck on my surgery, man. Wish me a speedy recovery. I'm nervous. But I got to get this shit done, and uh, hopefully it doesn't impede me doing what I like to do. Hope to get back to y'all soon. One life, one love. Peace.